Hello and welcome to another episode of Walk With Me Wednesdays where I take you along for a little stroller walk with my baby while I'm making sleep and we talk about some insights, some personal reflections as well as some tips and strategies for you to be able to cultivate the kind of mindset that you are looking for. Let's get going. It's a really funny time we're in, right? With everything that's going on around the coronavirus and knowing that it has and will have tremendous effect on the economy moving forward. And there's a lot of uncertainty. You know, we hear on the news of how people are being affected and really suffering from what's happening. At the same time, it's weird because for me, I live in Sweden and I live in the southern part of Sweden where we haven't really become so affected yet by the crisis. And so things are still relaxed and, uh, you know, and on top of that, spring is here now. So it's the most beautiful time of year in Sweden and everybody just wants to be out in the sun and you see how the flowers are starting to sprout up and leaves are starting to to come and you know you just you just want to be outdoors and you just want to soak in all of the lights and all of the joy that you feel after a long cold and dark winter at the same time you have this nagging thought of all of the the, the uncertainty and fear and because of the virus even though you don't see it immediately in front of you you know that people are being affected you know that it is a risk even though everything is seemingly so peaceful and perfect you know that you have to be aware and you have to be careful to not to meet too many people you know you have to restrain yourself and if we didn't have the news and if we didn't have channels such as social media where a lot of us get news updates as well we would know what's going on so there's a blessing in that knowing what is going on and staying informed and as a matter of fact there have been groups uh, in Sweden minority groups who have been particularly hit by the virus and what's going on because they they are not integrated well enough into society and information has not been spread in their language so that they actually know what's going on so there has been a tremendous tragedy with a lot of people from this particular ethnic minority group who have been af- affected by this at the same time i think it's also important for those of us who are staying informed and who are tuning into the the news to also basically take a pause from that and make the effort to put your phone down to turn off the tv to make the effort to be a little bit more in the present moment because when you let yourself be in the present moment and you go outdoors and you soak in in the sun and you look at the beauty 
you cannot but be grateful. Even in this moment when there is so much suffering and panic, right here and now, where I am in this moment, and I hope it is the same for you, there is joy, there is light, there is peace, and I think it's important to recognize that for our own health, for our own mental, spiritual well-being, to know that, yes, it's a strange time, and yes, there are people, other humans who are suffering right now, and we should think about them and acknowledge their pain and their grieving and their loss, but also to know that it is unprecedented not the virus itself because there have been many pandemics in human human history but what is so unusual is the fact that we're all experiencing it together and we're all aware of what people are going through across other continents on the other side of the world because of how connected we are now so think about that at the same time i feel like now a lot of us have come into some sort of acceptance that this is where we're at now and what started as a time of a lot of panic and uncertainty just not knowing what would happen next not knowing how you and your family would be affected uh, and the anxiety that came from that a lot of netflix watching a lot of just vegging out on the couch. Now I think a lot of us have come to the other side of that and actually have developed some sort of normalcy and routine even in this time that is not normal, that is everything but normal. So that's interesting. What I want to talk about today is developing your vision and the importance of finding role models to map out your vision for you. I had a very different vision for my future, let's say, five years ago, ten years ago, from right now. Ten years ago, I was in upper secondary school, about to graduate in a year or so, and that was a time of uncertainty for me in my life, not knowing what I was going to do next and seeing a lot of my friends and classmates having an exact plan as to what university they wanted to get into and which would then get them this job, which would then get them this life and I felt kind of left behind and not knowing what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be, it was not clear for me. And uh, it tormented me for a long time, maybe all throughout upper secondary school. I was tormented not knowing what step I would take next. But what then happened after upper secondary school is that I ended up going on this incredible program in Oceania called Oceania Leadership Team. And it changed my life. And it changed me as a person for the better. And I have experiences there that I look back on and I'm so grateful for. At the time though, they, a lot of them were very tough. Just to paint the picture for you. So 
we were a group of about 15 kids, essentially, 19 and 20-year-olds from around the world. There were some people from Japan, from Australia. I was the only one from Sweden, Italy, America, Germany. In the program, we did a lot of fundraising. And whenever we did fundraising, we traveled to different towns throughout Australia. And we fundraised for particular projects that we were going to do in Solomon Islands and Vanuatu. So we had a, a very specific goal for what we were fundraising for. At the same time, it was a leadership program. And so when we were traveling to these towns, we were all living in tents. And we would wake up early in the morning. We would read some words of inspiration, set goals for ourselves, internal and external. And then we would go and try to reach our goals. An example of a goal, an internal goal, might be today I'm going to practice not judging people by offering every person that I meet the the opportunity to buy my product without first looking at them and thinking, oh, this person is not going to be interested in my pink bracelets. Uh, that could be one internal goal. Or another internal goal could be to try your best, no matter what, no matter how hot it is, your chocolates that you're selling are melting, you're tired, you're thirsty, uh, to do your best and to keep pushing forward. And we were living in tents, we were sleeping out in tents, so it was not a glamorous lifestyle. Uh, we didn't shower much, <laughs> so especially the boys were quite stinky. Uh, you know, you, you get the picture. And there I, I developed a certain sense of who I was. And I really grew as a person. I, I was able to be a team leader there, uh, which is not something that I usually volunteer for. But I was given the opportunity to be team leader because somebody else saw something in me that I didn't. And because I had the growth mindset, uh, by being in that situation, I decided to say yes to the opportunity, despite my own reluctance to it, and despite my own limiting beliefs of myself, not thinking that I would be able to do it successfully, but actually looking at the opportunity eventually, and saying to myself, if I don't take this chance, I'm going to regret it. And only good things can come out of this. I have to give it a try. I could get into this story. Uh, <laughs> there's so many amazing learning lessons that I have and that I keep in my little treasure drawer of, of lessons, life lessons. Uh, <laughs> that I, you know, can reflect back on and think, oh yeah, that's right, that's a lesson that I learned there that I can apply to this situation today. And I can share them with you if you want. So if you want to, please let me know. 
comment, uh, message me once you've listened to this. Uh, when I was then at university in Scotland this time, again, I had a very different vision for my future. Now I had the experience uh, behind me of OLT and I'd gained a lot of confidence from that experience and confidence in my abilities as a person and I started to dream big for myself and I started also to uh, settle with the understanding that you know what maybe it's okay not to know exactly what it is I want to do in the future Maybe it's okay not to have an exact picture or roadmap as to what that is and how to get there. Maybe it's enough to know for sure with certainty that what I want to do in life is to help people. Maybe I can be at peace with that. So I started university with the dream of being able to work on the international arena somehow to make some sort of international impact for a better world, for peace. That was really my motivation. Uh, But then that dream kind of slowly started to be questioned within myself. Can I really do that? Am I tough enough to be in that kind of environment to be able to endure having to deal with the most gruesome, terrible stories of human existence? Um, Poverty, about people having to endure torture, whatever it is, wars, all the horrible things that, that happen. I, there was this part of me that really wanted to unleash my inner creativity and the joy that came from that. I started to question my choice of studies and also feeling that I wasn't getting out of this experience what I had thought. I felt a little bit disappointed with some of the methods of teaching with some of the the lack of enthusiasm by some professors um the uh certain things felt like a waste of time to put it bluntly after four years and then i decided to do a two-year math or sorry a one-year master which was amazing i love doing the master i wish my master had been four years and my bachelor one year to be honest but at that stage I had already shifted my vision again for my future and who I could be the possibilities that existed in my third year of university uh, studying my my bachelor's I was at a low I had come back from one year abroad in America and I was missing the sense of community and friendships that I had there, the activities that were going on and just the buzz of student life that existed in my life then that I felt didn't exist in my student life in Aberdeen. And 
and also I was studying really heavy subjects, international terrorism and counterterrorism, social research methods, heavy, heavy things. And on top of that, I, I was realizing the competitive odds of actually landing the kind of job that you want. So feeling kind of dis- deflated and, and uh, I know that this is something that a lot of students are experiencing and especially at this time after the corona crisis it's it's hard to feel or it's easy to feel like your your prospects have been have been changed and the outlook is not as bright as it was once but in my third year of university everything changed when i encountered this opportunity of being able to start my own business and to be completely transparent running my own business was never on my mind something I had never thought about that was a completely different realm that I was so unfamiliar with and it just did not seem like me Um, I had kind of put the idea it was on my radar at that time because of my experience in America and some of my friends had been studying business at the time and uh, had been sharing some of the things that they were learning in class and I had a friend who was starting his own business and you know so that kind of gave me an insight into the realm of business and what that means so the curiosity was there the seed had been sown but I still didn't see myself in it. But I must admit, when I was going through this this heavy time studying, the thought was there of, huh, what if I were to start something on my own? What if I started like a, a hair company? Because at the time, and I still am really into my hair products, and they, on- they can only be the very best of the best and natural in order for me to to put it into my hair it makes all the difference for me but then of course I quickly dismissed that thought because where do I start so this opportunity that presented itself to me it was uh, somebody I had I had just met a new friend and I had seen her her page on Facebook and I thought I was curious so I asked her huh what is this this looks amazing could you tell me more and that's when she told me that there are these opportunities there is this opportunity to work with a very established company that makes the products uh, with incredible quality ecological completely ecological and fantastic company and you're able to become a business owner with them sell their products but you build your own business decide who is on your team who you're going to work with Decide your hours, decide how much you want to get paid, uh, and you set your goals for yourself. The sky's the limit. I was very skeptical at first, and I thought, hmm, uh, she she doesn't know what's going on here. Uh, But, of course, I was curious, and I read into it a little bit more. And, in fact, I had the opportunity to go to a rich dad workshop which if you don't know who Robert Kiyosaki is 
please Google his name and find his Rich Dad books. Um, his first book is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And read about it because now is the best time to educate yourself about finances and about the economy, I think, so that you can position yourself in the best way possible uh, to set yourself up at least to, to position yourself uh, for the future, for when we're, we come out of this crisis. When I went to this workshop, that's when I, I, I felt this kick in the butt to do something different with my life, to not just follow the cookie cutter path of finishing high school or upper secondary school, going to, and then going to university, and then landing a job, and then continuing that life, staying with, with the job as long as you can, and starting your family. You know, I felt this incredible, incredibly burning desire to actually dare to dream bigger. That actually, maybe I am allowed to, to want more from life than what my my parents have showed me what my immediate Im uh, surroundings have showed me what my friends have showed me is possible maybe something else is possible for me maybe i'm able to have that dream house that i that i wish for maybe i am able to have time with my family while also traveling while also creating meaningful projects, helping people while also making a difference. But me deciding how and when that happens. And this podcast episode is, is all about finding your vision. And sometimes you need people to help you find your vision and expand your horizon so that you know uh, what is possible and what better way to do that than somebody actually showing what they've done and showing by example right so with this opportunity it really wasn't until I I met uh, this lady called Natalie Valenti and another lady called Fiona Eisard and I saw the kind of life that they had created from being a yoga teacher and a nurse to being somebody with their dream home somebody who's traveling speaking in different countries somebody who gets holidays paid for by the company somebody who has a team of over 2,000 people who and within the team there is this amazing culture of support and uh, positivity and who's earning a significant amount of money which she can she can use to to give her kids what she wants she can use to make her dreams come true she can use to contribute to the kind of charities that she wants to contribute she can really make better decisions because of that money and that was something that I wanted for myself and I also wanted the opportunity to help others and so she has become a huge role model in my life, and so has Fiona Eisard. And throughout this journey that I've been on now for four years, 
I have collected several role models that I aspire toward when it comes to my career, when it comes to the kind of person I want to show up as in life. You know, it. you can hear my story and think that these role models kind of fell into my lap and I didn't have to do much for these role models to come into my life. And it's true. Um, I have been incredibly blessed to have gotten these role models to look to who inspire me and encourage me to dream bigger and to make bigger and better goals for myself and for my family um, and and have that sense of hope and excitement for the future that I really didn't have looking back, uh, you know, four, five, six years ago. But the open-mindedness was there. I was open to trying something different. I was open to seeing things from a different perspective. And that openness, open-mindedness, is something that you either have or you don't. Uh, you, have to, you have to reflect on whether you have that or not. Because if you stay stubborn, thinking that your way or the way that you've always known is the only way, then guess what? You're going to stay stuck in that same way. You're not going to evolve. And But if you really want something different, and if you're able to paint a picture for yourself as to what it is you want, then you will attract those role models into your life and those opportunities in your li- into your life. This is what I believe, and I encourage you to test it out and see what happens. Now, the way that I work my business is I have my business. I sell products from this company that I love. I use the products myself, so they're easy to, to um, it's easy for me to recommend them to others. And I coach other people on how to build the same kind of businesses. And that's all I do. Uh, when we have planning meetings with people, when I have a planning meeting with somebody, I sit down with the person if they happen to be in the same vicinity as me in the same country in the same town of course now I can't meet people so online is where is where I go so I sit down with them online or offline and have a planning meeting with them the first question I ask is where do you see yourself in five years and that's really daunting for people because most people don't actually take the time or even feel like it's it's worth it to think about your goals because most people feel like their path is kind of set in stone already and that there's no reason as to why they should set other kind of goals I guess there's a kind of fear also of letting yourself down we look at the where you see yourself in five years, at least to challenge yourself to, to reflect on where you could be in five years. Sometimes that's hard and you can start with where do you see yourself in one year? What if this was possible? What if it was possible that you had th- that house, that you were able to travel to that country 
you were able to quit your full-time job, whatever your dream is, what if it was possible? What would that feel like? What if you were able to pay off your mortgage? What if you were able to own your own house? What if you were able to put your, your kids in that private school that you've been wanting to, you know, but you, you haven't seen the possibility, so you haven't really given it a second thought? What would that feel like? And let that feeling inspire you to work hard. That's what it's all about. But it's important to first sit down and think about what your goals are, what your goals are, your individual goals. And that's another thing. When you first sit down and talk with a person about their goals, a lot of time, especially for women, I've noticed it's hard to think of your own goals. Usually it's what, what do the kids want? What do the kids need? What does my family need? You know, it's, it's hard to give yourself the permission to actually think of yourself first without thinking of it as selfish. Because it's not selfish. It's your dream. You're allowed to dream. You're allowed to have goals. And then we have a look at your family goals. So this was a little short introduction into finding role models to give you that vision and I'm not sure how concise this podcast episode was and perhaps I could have developed some some thoughts a little bit more and gotten into some things a little bit more but um, maybe this is a good beginning of talking about creating your vision and maybe we could make this a a kind of um, theme for the weeks moving forward we could talk about making your own vision board and why that is something that you you want to do yeah it's a, it's an exciting topic isn't it because once you have that vision in your mind and in your heart and your emotions are invested in that vision that then gives you the gasoline for your engine to actually work toward your goals. It gives you the motivation to work hard. It gives you the motivation to get back up when you fall down. Uh, it gives you the motivation when you get rejection to keep going. So, because you want to live a life that drives you forward, right? You want to live a life where you feel inspired and motivated, don't you? You want to live a life where you're filled with hope and excitement. You don't want to be lethargic, lazy, hopeless, depressed. You want to be somebody who moves forward. You want to be somebody who is resilient. You want to be somebody who inspires others because of what you have been inspired to do. So thank you so much for joining me on yet another episode on my podcast and i hope you are enjoying them and that you're enjoying their involvement and uh have an amazing week bye and that's it for today 
Remember to be the light and believe you're bright. That's where it all starts. Have a great day and a great week. Bye-bye.